Welcome to episode 46 of Instant Expertise Marketing. We appreciate you listening in. Today, we're doing something a little different. We're sharing some clips on retail trends that we think are relevant and important as the landscape continues to shift in the pandemic. I'm Yvette Brown, co-founder of Xpromos. I became an entrepreneur at 23 by starting a promotions agency with my then 29-year-old business partner, Sherry Nomadi. This week, we went live with Kathy Parks, creator of the Parks Method of Selling to Retail Stores and our collaborator on the Sell to Stores brand. In this presentation, Kathy shared with a group of inventors four major trends affecting brick and mortar retailers right now. Since these trends affect a broader range of marketers, we want to get a portion of these recordings out to all of you in an episode. So listen in as we cover four big trends at retail today. There's no better feeling than seeing your product on a retail shelf. Even after 30 years of doing this, I still love to go into the stores and see my products throughout the store that I've developed and gotten placed. It's always fun. Um, so let me let me talk about some interesting things happening at retail right now. I think it's important for all of the inventors to stay on top of what the retail trends are and what's kind of really what's happening. Um, and these four topics I'm going to talk to you about are quite different from each other. But for those of us selling into the big retailers right now, these issues are definitely top of mind. So even with the pandemic still with us, it looks like retail shopping, meaning brick and mortar stores, is back in a big way. Take a look at this chart. It shows the growth of seven key retailers projected now through year end. Many of these retailers seem to be struggling last year and wow, have they made a comeback. Let me just point out a few. Best Buy is on here, if you can see it. It's hot, 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 and that's because of the demand for technology and the technology services we all need. They're predicting an expected earnings growth rate of 25.8% through the end of the year, but that's just phenomenal. And even better and more surprising, Foot Locker. Foot Locker has an expected earnings growth rate of 100% based on the demand for women and kid footwear. People are coming out of the pandemic and they're going back to school and work and they need shoes. It's just amazing to see. And the Gap, primarily because of Old Navy and the Athleta brands, they have an expected earnings growth rate of 100% by year end also. They have what people need. So it's just great to see. And Kathy, if we could stop right there for one second, I just wanted to add to that, that these are three companies that, you know, as you track retail and what's going on, I think many of us left all three of these companies for dead <laughs> for all intents yeah. and purposes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. honestly, yeah. they're the names that came up as being, you know, dead and gone for so many different reasons. And actually, when we get to some of your other things, we'll, we'll see some of those as well. So it is a very interesting um happening to see some of these retailers that we really uh, we of course didn't give up on them but we're kind of just out there we thought were gone and they just really yeah. have figured out some great ways to reinvent themselves and make some magic things happen 
They sure have. I think you're referring to Macy's. I'm betting Macy's mm-hmm. was really, you know, closing stores and getting a bad reputation. And um, we'll talk about that in a minute, but they're doing yep. great. And Toys R Us. Hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now well, let's, let's move on to that. Yet. As long as we're hinting about it, let's Sorry. talk about it. Um, and that's an important retail trend. It's not brand new. You've seen this before. The store within a store concept. Uh, but it really has grown with popularity, um, really, honestly, since the pandemic. <clears throat> it's another aspect of omni-channel retailing, and that's a term I tend to use quite a bit, and you will hear that. As an inventor, as you talk to retailers, the larger the retailer, the more you're going to hear that term. Things are changing, and they are always looking for new touch points with their consumers. That's why the retailers use that term omni-channel. So that's one you're going to want to you're going to want to know. And the store within a store concept is another point of uh, another touch point for consumers. Therefore, it falls under that omni-channel umbrella. It's a smart way for retailers to share target audiences and real estate. It's a win for both retailers and a double win for shoppers. This image shows Kohl's. It's actually the Kohl's that I shop at. It's partnered with Sephora to open 70 shops and they've dedicated an entire store entrance. I apologize for the bad picture, but that door on the right, one of Kohl's entire entryways is dedicated to the Sephora brand. Really exciting. And don't forget the Amazon Kohl's partnership that is still going strong. I think that's got a picture of that too. Yep, it's right here in the setting on that. Oh, there it is, right. Toys R Us, Eva hinted at Toys R Us. They're making a comeback inside 400 Macy stores in 2022. That's just super exciting for just about everybody. Families, moms, kids, people who grew up with that brand. That was hard to see it go. So it's really exciting. They have tried to make a comeback a couple of times. I believe this time they'll actually make it with their private equity group they've got in place. Macy's is dedicating more space to toys already. So if you've been in a Macy's lately, you'll see more than one dedicated toy space on multiple levels in the store. So already they're trying to warm consumers up to them being a toy destination. Toys R Us is even bringing Jeffrey back in a big way. So keep an eye on Macy's next year. Their patience paid off, let's hope. Target, super exciting. They are opening Disney stores. They're opening mini Apple shops and Ulta makeup shops at dozens of locations. And all of these are brilliant store within a store. They're certain to bring consumers to Target on dedicated trips looking for Disney and Apple products and makeup. And Target knows those consumers, once in the door, they come in to buy Apple products, they will spend those dollars in other departments and they will be ready for that. So that, again, is a win-win for everybody. So on that high, um, <laughs> I know this image is sad. It's Debbie Downer time. But, Here we go. But, um, that's 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 the good the, the bad news image. But the good news about this inventory, uh, retailers are optimistic about holiday. They are worried about inventory shortages. However, holiday sales are expected to be. higher this season compared to last year. And that metric is double the industry's historical growth, which tends to run around three or 4% growth for holidays. So this holiday is good. The bad news is what you see in this this image. And if you've been in the stores, no doubt you've seen it. 
Um, there's, there's a lack of inventory due to the lack of shipping container availability. Some retailers like Walmart have taken extreme measures to get products here. They've actually purchased their own shipping containers. If you've been in a store, you have seen these shortages. And soon you'll see the price increases that come along with shipping increases and inventory shortages. We're all going to feel that pinch. My clients have all raised their prices to retailers who in turn will raise prices to consumers. The shipping increases are just exponentially high, sometimes four or five times higher than last year and no manufacturer can absorb that kind of cost increase. And I think as a consumer, the key to this as well as you're planning your own holiday shopping on a personal level is buy early because we're going to run out of everything way before the holidays so our last yes our last minute purchasers may be in for an even bigger challenges this year for sure yeah I, I can attest to that personally I get daily literally daily emails from retailers looking for inventory anywhere domestic um, it's they can't bring it in from Asia, so they're really scrambling looking for domestic inventory. And fortunately, I'm able to have clients who can supply it. And this is a good time if you've got excess inventory in your warehouse. Yeah, no uh, to be an inventor. If only it was one year earlier than this, and we had our product for you ready to go. Right, right. In fact, I got something today that said there's a paper shortage, and direct mail was from a direct mail resource. And um, that that is a concern as well. So literally, yeah. you know, the impacts of the pandemic are just yeah. There's an every ways shortage. to go. They continue. Yeah, yeah. So back to um, happy news. Um, a new term has been born, which is really fun: the reimagined consumer. And it, this term came about as a result of the change in consumer behavior due to the pandemic. Reimagined consumers will abandon brands that don't support their new elevated views beyond price and value. And they'll pay more for those that do. They're including things like ease and convenience, trust and reputation, and even product origin in their purchasing behavior. And see this image on the right, um, the image of home gating. I actually took this picture at Kohl's when I um, took the other picture. This is most certainly another behavior that came about as a result of the pandemic. Celebrating safely at home. Reimagine consumers are most likely home gating. Absolutely. Yep. Well, Kathy, thanks for that update. I told you guys it would be really great info, and I hope you appreciated it as much as we did. You know, it's really great for you guys to be able to see what's going on right now so that you can understand the environment that you're looking to enter with your products. It's really a very important part of the retail sales equation. Yeah, absolutely. Kathy's information here is an example of something that will help you get a leg up on your competition because when you're out there talking to retailers, you need to make your case on why they should kick someone else off the shelf. And the better you understand their business, the better you have an opportunity to speak to their needs and be the one that makes a difference. And that's a wrap. I hope you found this information as compelling as we do. If you understand the bigger picture of consumer and retailer trends at any given point, it can absolutely positively influence how you develop your own marketing programs, no matter your business vertical.
If you'd like to know more about selling to stores, just visit our website at selltostores.com and you'll find me at xpromos.com. Thanks for listening. Come back soon. Thank you.